That's right. How's it going, Mike? Sorry for the delay today, man. Man. Oh, you really are showing me no R-E-S-P-C-T. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no R-E-S-P-C-T, whatever, for my time. Mike, I am sorry. I, uh, you are correct. What kind of assholes sir. you hang out with that come over on a Sunday night, man? What's going on here? <laughs> Sundays for the Lord and podcast. You know People what I'm saying? People I haven't seen in a long time. And by the way, a guy I haven't, uh, I lived with him for a long time, and we were hanging out watching some, some football. And he said to me, Frank, I've been meaning to ask you something for two months now. And I just have to ask you, why didn't you tell me about your podcast that you're doing? <laughs> no way. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Has he been listening? Yes. Oh, shout out whoever it is. Scott right. Petrie. He wants to know why Scott? he's not. Yes, Scott Petrie wants oh, to know why he's not up, on Scott? the podcast. He was so upset that I didn't invite him on the podcast. By the way, I was hanging out with the snake. Snake also said, why have I not been a guest on the podcast? They want to be on the podcast, man. <laughs> oh, we got to get him on. Tom call in. What's up, snake? What's up, snake, Scott? Man. Oh, how's Scott doing? Great. He's a family yeah. man. He's raising his kids. He's doing well. He's in Texas, right? He's living in Austin, Texas, in the Texas. land of the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan. Right. Good, good, <laughs> good move to go have your kids and raise them down there, you know? Yeah, That's right? Great move. Yeah. So Great move. Scott's doing well. His kids are doing well. Snake, also doing well. Your kids He's... aren't going to grow up to be pussies. That's a great move. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Props to Snake. I want to bring this up. Snake is dating a uh, lady in her 40s. Oh. She's a oh, babe. Sna- sna- she's a babyish. Almo- yeah. She's a babe. She's almost 40. That's what I'm saying. Thank. Nice job, bro. That's what I'm... Uh, yeah. Congratulations. I'm glad to see a guy going out on his limb and dating in his pool. It's like, about time. Good stuff. The girl stuff. I'm seeing is 41. Beautiful. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, this is I only my proclamation. Dated girls, until I started losing my hair, now I only date older girls. So I think it has something to do with the hair. I disagree. I actually think what the younger men don't know, and I'm going to enlighten our younger listeners. <laughs> the older women, man, they got it. You don't understand. They are going to give it to you. They are the ladies that will give you the loving. Oh, I'm telling you right now. In the now, no bullshit. A, it's like something in their 40s. They go through like a second heat. You know what I they, mean? They Where give like, you the loving and the no bullshit. That's what I'm saying. You, you date a 40, like a early 40s, you will literally not be able to keep up with them. It's, it's crazy. Called, you're, you're just like, dating you're, a real woman at that point. Sometimes you're like, man, I don't even want to do this right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're hornier than me. Goddamn. Oh, man. I can't even handle it. No. So, the 32-year-old is just angry all the time and doesn't want you to touch him. I don't know. <laughs> Happy for the fellas, that is my whole point. I'm glad that the uh, fellas are making way with the ladies, ladies in their 40s. Hey, I'm glad you're making way with the fellas in their, yeah. in their 30s. I think women in their 40s should be hitting up the fellas in their 30s. That's the right pathway, in my opinion. Yeah. I like that. I'm happy if for If you're doing that. it right, you know. That's what I'm saying, if you're doing it right. And if you're a guy 35 single, I mean, you clearly ain't doing it right. So maybe you could learn something from that 40-year-old. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> but Mike, 
come on. Fine wine. You wanna you wanna get that experience action. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think uh there's too much emphasis on like the young chicks and the twerking. The twerking is bullshit, is what I wanna like really emphasize oh, dude, on. The I, I mean, twerking if you talk to a young bullshit. Chick? What's up? Sorry, you cut out so I just started talking. <laughs> <laughs> the twerking is bull, is all I'm saying, man. Oh yeah, no, but like have you tried talking to a young chick? No. It it blows my mind when like you hear about some guy like got caught fucking a fourteen year old, like oh he was talking to her online and like dude, have you talked to a girl in her twenties? <laughs> <laughs> it's it is oof. <laughs> have you, Mike? Like, can you imagine that? Honestly, no, I have. It's like I don't. You literally don't. It's like driving <laughs> in a car with somebody else's kid. You don't know what to talk about. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so, did you see the new Power Rangers? I mean, like, what do you, you know, like, <laughs> like? What do you bring up to this person? You know? Well, obviously, you don't bring up Trevor Noah because the dude is not applicable to any age group oh! whatsoever, dude. By the way, Trevor Noah, sayonara, bro. Trevor Noah, Noah. host of The Daily Show, announced he's stepping down <laughs> after seven years at the helm of Comedy Central's late night show. Today, though, many are questioning the show's future amid low ratings. So here's a look at the show's highs and lows by the numbers. Oh, Noah yeah. brought in 1.1 million viewers for his opening show back in 2015, and the show's ratings Terrible. reached 1.5 million in early 2017. Wow. But compare that to 2.5 million viewers. That's how many previous host John Stewart was pulling in in 2015, his final best. year on the Here show. And most recently, just about 200,000 people are watching the show. But some point out that Noah's audience is the most diverse in the show's history. Oh, great. Stewart's run ended with 75,000 black viewers per night. At his peak, Noah had 87,000 black viewers. 74 49 years old, about 10% tune in for the news headlines, while 43% come for the entertainment. And some say that young audience is the reason Late night comedy is many are turning to shorter clips online. Oh god, Frank! I, I'm not mad the magician here. But, but it sounds like it sounds like it sounds, it sounds to me like you just sacrificed two million viewers to gain an extra twelve thousand black viewers. <laughs> Go woke, go broke into oh, a math equation. Oh my god! Two point five million viewers minus two point three million, but you added ten thousand black. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Medea effect. I don't know if you know this about this. <laughs> that is insane. Mike, come on, man! This is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. You, you fired him. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. It depends who they bring in. If they, br I think they're, they're, some people are saying they're going to bring in uh, Roy Wood Jr. What? Jr., Seriously? Which he is not funny, dude. He's a funny stand-up, but he's not funny on the t on the show. No, they fired him. Come on, this is a firing, yeah. right? Come on. Yeah, dude. Who cares about your divert the diversity of your audience? I wow. I and think about how much money they spent on YouTube. Yeah. 
Dude, every commercial on YouTube, every video that came up next was fucking Trevor Noah. All the clips, dude. Think of you every I mean? clip that you ever saw, dude. <laughs> you had more people working at Comedy Central than were watching the show. <laughs> more people trying to promote it. Yeah, man. So, uh, he's gone, right? Pretty crazy. Wow, yeah, no more. No more Noah. I, I I gotta be honest, I can't believe he lasted this long. So, I didn't know it was seven years. Seven years, dude. Talk about black privilege, dude. <laughs> no way a white guy would have been given seven years. Um, I'm serious, though. Uh, I Do you think that this should have been given to uh, Klepper? Yeah. Do you know what I'm uh, talking about? Like, uh, Jordan Klepper was probably supposed to be the next. Yeah, he was definitely in line. There was uh, speculation back in the day that it was supposed to get uh, go to uh, Samantha B, and that's why she left. Thank God they didn't. <laughs> that would have been more of a disaster than... Uh... <laughs> wow. They're like the fucking Brock and Hillary. Mike, I'm here's my <laughs> here's my ultimate question to you. I actually want to ask this: Is this the ultimate go woke go broke? Ultimate, dude. Ultimate go woke go broke. Like literally, isn't it the long play go woke go broke? Yeah, that's really what it was. You lost the entire audience. Not only that, you could have given the show to John Oliver. Yeah, who won an Emmy? He won a fucking Emmy, though. Right? You could have given the show to him, but instead, you yeah. gave it to Trevor Noah, who... It, here's my point. You were going to give it to someone not American. Fine. Okay? Fine. But you gave it to Trevor Noah, who? Yeah, I, <laughs> you know? I never heard of him like, before who? he took over the show. Who wasn't even part of the show? Heard of him. You could have get, if you gave it to John Oliver, I would have been like, okay, cool. He's he's one of the guys. I would have been like, cool. Let's see where he takes the show because he's part of the show. You could have uh, any of them, man. I'm Samantha B. Even and my point is, this isn't sexist or racist or anything. You pulled Trevor Noah out of your bungholio from nowhere to be woke as shit. And then yeah. the show tanked, and nobody watched it. Yeah, it happens all the time. Oh, come on. That's un- I, I, this is just how they, they're doing it now, man. They're just ruining these. We have the most diverse. I mean, have you watched The Daily Show at all recently? No. There's no more white people on it. <laughs> yeah. It was literally like they this. made sure to always have black and Latino females. And then you had Roy Woods Jr. I and then mean, at the end of the day, there was no time for a white guy. Have you noticed that that's the truth with all things lately, though, Mike? Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. In, in a weird way. <laughs> who are you, who are you, you guys appealing to? <laughs> Dude, you know that's really why they went to the POC. You know that's why they went to POC now. Yes. People of color, they had to do people of color because now you, you have to get everybody, including the Asians, in there just to get a majority now. <sighs> well, oh, my God. Okay. You know, uh, dude, I'm sensing that we're hitting this weird. T- t- By the way, this is great that we waited so long for tonight. We're getting a late night show here, folks. So this is why we're going <laughs> in depth. 
on the racial politics. <laughs> I love the title of it, Noah Thanks. You're a genius. I thank you. I, I... <laughs> no. You know, when I smoke a little bowl, get a little coffee in me. The creative hey, This is, uh, I don't know where, where they could take a turn with this, but you got to do something. Do you know why Noah Thanks works? And it works for all things that we're dealing with right now, Mike. Which is why I love doing the show. Uh, no thanks. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks to your critique, bro. Your critique is bullshit, actually. America voted. No thanks. Noah no thanks. thanks. Yeah. Noah thanks. Do you yeah. know what it reminded me of? This is a deep cut for anyone who used to watch uh, TV back in the day, but. There was a show called uh, <laughs> Home Improvement. It was starring uh, Tim <laughs> Allen. And uh, there's a scene where they go to this like choir for Christmas, and they're singing Noel. And then uh, Al Borland is there. And <laughs> they say, like, <laughs> and like, no, they're singing Noel. You're like, Noel, Noel. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it's so Great dumb comic. it's over yeah so <laughs> no so Al. yeah no al so i was thinking of no al for noah and then i was like well yeah, yeah. so noah thanks is working <laughs> i came from as, as silly as that is that's where that <laughs> no, man no, we al. need a home improvement show you know so tim allen got kicked off tv because he's conservative and I'm telling you this, uh, so I hung out with a friend today, that's why the show is so late, and I hadn't seen him in a long time, he lives in Austin, and he asked me about the podcast, and uh, it was hard to describe to him, but I just said it was dudes talking about stuff, which folks, it's the Dude Man Podcast, please tell your friends and your folks, yeah. it's dudes talking about stuff, that's all it is, we're, we're non-political. <laughs> Unbiased. Unbiased. Straight com straight commentary. Let's <laughs> <laughs> dudes talking about stuff. It, it was hard to describe our show, but anyways. We're talking Trevor Noah. I think I got a clip. Let's go a clip there. You wanna do a clip? Let's do a clip, Trevor Noah. <laughs> Trevor Noah, host of The Daily Show, announced he's stepping down after seven years at the helm of Comedy Central's late... Oh, I played it? Yeah. Oh, we did uh, Trevor Noah? That. We already did Trevor Noah? Yeah, that's where we got the numbers from, man. Oh, damn it. Oh, yeah, son come of a on. bitch. That's nah. the problem. I drank too much tonight, Mike. Yeah, that's <laughs> the production crew. <laughs> Can't do a late night Sunday. That's the whole problem. <laughs> Man, it was highlighted. I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the grades are going down, man. Don Lemon, he got pushed down to daytime. <laughs> yeah, did you see him get torn up for that hurricane clip? No, no I didn't. Uh, yeah, where he tried to push the fucking climate change. No, I did not see that actually. And then, uh, yeah, dude, Ron DeSantis is really looking good, as we predicted throughout this hurricane. I think maybe that's where I meant to go, and that's why I hit on Trevor Noah, but I see Could where... That, well, we're both on the same track, Mike. <laughs> you see, here's the thing with podcasting, folks. We send the list, the clips, 
listing clips. Mike caught me on the good guard there. Uh, I would say you're right on the DeSantis. He's getting called out on the hurricane issue. And, uh... No, he's actually doing really good. He's calling them out on all their bullshit. They keep trying to say that... I don't know. They keep trying to make it political. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, dude, it's a fucking hurricane. Mike, they were like, going like, hur- to make it political no matter what. That was the whole goal of this. Yeah, but hurricanes have existed forever. This one just happened to hit Florida. And you know what? They're <laughs> doing what they can to get everybody, you know... Where's the report of the deaths? During the, you know, all those people talking about there's going to be hundreds of people dead. Hundred, where are they? Sure. Right? Also, what happened to when disaster hits America, we all support each other. Yeah, it's not hey. red America. It's not blue America. Uh, so we'll throw down a little DeSantis here, but I want to remind everyone that when 9-11 happened, uh, Giuliani was... America's mayor, it didn't matter, right? Yeah. And uh, does anyone remember the political affiliation of the mayor of uh, New Orleans when Katrina happened? No. Probably not, right? (laughs) Do you? Was it probably a Democrat? I remember one thing and one thing only about Katrina, Mike, and it's, Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look, the the this whole thing. I think you're right. This whole it's a uh, much ado about nothing. But uh, here we go with the DeSantis and uh, Mike. I got your chicks from the View. Oh, it's harder, yeah. yeah. You know, there's such well, a thing as emotional intelligence. Can I just make this one point? Yes, wait because according to the NP- uh, to NPR, Florida's climate challenges are among the biggest in the country. Yes, yes. that's Hurricanes intensified by yep. climate change, yes. rising yes. sea levels, yes. extreme heat and Water. drought. Yeah. And health, this one's the worst one. Health threats from mosquito-borne diseases, okay? This is the quote from Governor (laughs) DeSantis about climate change. Quote, I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what he thinks about climate change. And now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes well, that perhaps, they will ever see. Perhaps he is smart enough to recognize that this is not normal. It, What's, it, it, what, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I hope that becomes the minority position, by the way, for Republicans. Younger Republicans mm-hmm. absolutely know climate change is a we'll crisis. See. It's yeah. an existential threat we have to deal with. Can you ask them to well, run for office? Then? <laughs> I'm hoping yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. That would be and they don't want to. I think it must uh, be I've yet to meet quickly. Me. <laughs> we are six weeks away from his re-election um, battle, and I think Trump's points, his approval rating went down 20 points after the handling of Hurricane Maria. Yeah. So this is a real test for him. Yeah. What? What does yeah. this have to do with Trump? Yeah. I, <laughs> did you hear him the whole time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. No, right? He's a denier. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? You fucking clucking hens, dude. Yeah. By the way, I was going to re-record the clucking hens thing. <laughs> I didn't do it. I thought, like, ah, Mike, we didn't... We're a year in. We graduated. Yeah. Something newer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
that's crazy. So, uh, what I love about this is your whole push recently that they're trying to demonize DeSantis. And yeah. this whole, so, um, what I, <laughs> the, the dude, biggest hurricane just hit Florida, right? And they're like, well, this is a true test of the governor. Like, all right, dude, relax. At least don't say it with a smile. You know what I mean? Like, Mike, like, be, am I crazy? Did we grow up in a time when disaster struck and people supported what was going on and it didn't matter about the politics of the governor? Am I yeah, crazy I mean, about this? Like, I feel like even 10 years ago, it didn't matter the politics of whoever was in charge of the facil- of the area where a disaster was striking. We're, I don't know. I I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Well, I at this guess point. it was always like this because they, they did it with Katrina. They did it with Maria. When Katrina happened, it was George Bush uh, doesn't it's, like it's black just, people. <laughs> it's right? just when Republicans are in charge. It's just the most bizarre thing to me. Like when uh, all of a sudden a disaster strikes and it's because of Republican or conservative yeah. ideology or this is climate change and the reason climate change is happening is because of republicans like this doesn't make sense well yeah frank if we would have just spent a trillion dollars this hurricane wouldn't have happened i I just don't understand (laughs) now they've been doing it forever they've been doing it forever the the climate that's like what the climate change is it's the it's the left weapon is this the last grasp what do you mean? No, they've been, well, this is, it's their normal play, dude. Against they've been doing it for, DeSantis, though. They've been they, doing it for 60 years. What do they got against DeSantis uh, outside of this climate change scenario and denialism? What do you mean? I think they have nothing against this guy, and he's about to run for president, and they're freaking out. And they have either he's a Nazi Trump uh, I don't supporter. Think they're even, I don't think that's why they're doing it right now. Right now, they're... Um, <laughs> right now they're pushing for the midterm. That's why they're really pushing. Oh, really? That's why they're really pushing the climate change. Climate change is like climate change and abortion and healthcare. They're like the only two things that Democrats beat the Republicans on when in polling, right? So they need to just push this climate change. You heard her. It's an existential crisis, Frank. This is a fucking crisis. So if you could push the, fa- you need people to vote based on climate change. And you really need people in Florida to vote based on climate change so you could get out DeSantis. Because if you take DeSantis out of the governorship, that's a, that's a two-year gap. People will forget about him, you know? I, I, climate change seems like a bogus play. Like, it, uh, they can't sell it. Like you Frank, and, they've been selling it for 60 years. Yeah, Al Gore's worth $200 million. We've covered, <laughs> <laughs> dude, we've covered this for months now. Here, Number one. Number one. Heat wave didn't happen this year. Number two, where's your floods? Didn't really kind of shake out. Number three, how about them hurricanes? Kind of the weakest of the, uh, all the times that we've been alive. Yeah, I, but still, watch Bill Maher, man. We talk about all the time how his audience, he's losing his audience. No, listen to him talk about climate change. The fucking place erupts. That's, the left is so, they don't see that. Me and you look around and we're like, damn, this was actually a mild summer. Say that to some people around here in Chicago. They fucking chew your head off. We had that. We had that one week in June. It was a hundred <laughs> degrees. June, June first through June sixteenth, we were record heat. 
Yeah, but the whole summer as a whole, we were below. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I agree. And I told they're a guy. They're all in, man. They, they're all in. I told a guy recently, the the earth will be here and and you'll be gone. And he kind of thought about it, but he didn't really, it didn't register and thought it was they funny. They can't comprehend it no. because they are the world. They're more important than the world. That's well, the narcissism of the left. No yeah, doubt it about it, man, but... Dude. The world's in trouble, and we can save it. <laughs> Just vote for Democrats and give us money. Nancy Pelosi can't save her fucking dentures from falling out her mouth. And she's <laughs> she's going to save the fucking planet. Oh, man, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, I got a sweet clip of Trevor Noah. I don't know if you uh, heard about this or not. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a deep dive. Oh, wait, did I already do ah, Guys, don't drink in podcast, folks. It's worse than driving. <laughs> Did we already do this? I'm having a heat wave here. <laughs> <clears throat> Oof, threw me off with that one. I hate you like that. <laughs> I was waiting for Nancy. I have Nancy, actually. What's funny is, you know, folks, don't drink in Nancy Pelosi. Oh, the fact is, yeah. is that... Uh, we have a responsibility <laughs> to secure our border. We also have a responsibility to recognize the importance of newcomers to our nation. Right now, the best thing that we can do for our economy is to have comprehensive immigration reform. We have a shortage of workers in our country, and you see even in Florida, some of the farmers and the growers saying, why are you shipping these uh, Immigrants of North, we need them to pick the cops down here. You're racist. But that doesn't mean that we don't recognize our moral responsibility as well. <laughs> She's kind of a racist. She was going to say Mexican. Yeah. She was going to say Mexican. She, she paused so hard. So hard. Which makes it, like, the longer the pause, the more racist you seem. Mike. That pause was so hard, I felt her fake tits jiggle through the microphone. <laughs> it was unreal, that pause. The she, tits were shaking. Her tits were shaking. <laughs> he ran on the titties. She wanted to say Mexicans so badly. So bad. I gotta say something, though. <clears throat> I'm really glad you played this clip. Because here's the biggest problem, you fucking assholes on the left, right? Is... We're not getting people into this country that want to go pick crops. Right. You guys promise $20, $25 an hour. Yeah. We want everybody to come here, work at McDonald's. You're going to get a living wage. You deserve it. You're going to get a house. You deserve it. Yes. Healthcare, you deserve it. Right? For sure. So these people come here, and they don't want to work the fucking shitty job now. They feel just as entitled as all the other people because you've made them feel that way with what you've said. You know what I mean? Yeah. All this equity, equality, this and that. Yeah, you guys ruined it. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, Mike, like, I mean... Did honestly, I tell you about the Home Depot scam? No. Dude, this is fucking unbelievable, man. So, you know, you know it, it used to be you go to Home Depot, right? Yeah. They're mostly Hispanics. They would just sit at the edge of the parking lot, and you would go up to them. Right? You drive up there, and they'd come around the truck. Hey, I need two guys, right? 
Absolutely, all landscapers know this. <laughs> yes. yeah. You do it for landscaping. You used to be able contracting. To do it for... You get any kind of help you need? Yes, absolutely. You can find whatever you want there, dude. Plumber, sure. yeah. masonry, whatever. Anyways, dude, these guys. There's like these. This new thing is they don't want to go with you to do the job. They don't want to go with you and work. What they're there to do is they wait till they see you coming out with a heavy box, right? Sure. So, so like, I, they see me come out with a water heater. It's a huge problem when I go for water heaters. And I know it's because I'm a little guy. So I come out with the fucking water heater. They just, they run over. And the minute they touch the water heater, they want you to pay them. Wow. All they're going to do is help you load it in the truck. And they want 5 to $10. Makes sense. Yeah. And that's why they don't even want to go work. Because they make, think about how much money you make just fucking running up and... <laughs> Loading people's vans. Like, how many fucking things you could load up, right? Right. And they just, they walk up, they act like they're doing you a favor. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like, oh, hey. Like, oh, like they won't even, like, oh, Frank, you need help. And they just grab it before you could even say anything. And they, like, push it in your car, and then they just stand there, and they're like, you know, my time is worth something. <laughs> so you can't just expect a man to do some work and not get paid. And then, like, they, like, right. just, they literally just try to muscle you. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking insane. Oh, it makes sense. Uh, they do this in um, Maryland, in Baltimore, actually. Alma uh, complains about it uh, quite a bit. So there's these people that come out and wash your windshields. Uh, your windshield? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they squeegee <laughs> it. They spray it down with the shitty water. Squeegee down. And then they expect they some money. Dirty. Yeah, you don't, ex- you don't pay them. They get pissed off, right? And, well, I didn't ask for that service, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I think it, you know, goes around. That's here. fucking insane. That's how I don't pe- know, man. That's how people make it. What happened to the, you know, that's the problem. That's why you can't even call them Mexicans, man. Don't disrespect the Mexicans. When it was Mexican immigration, <laughs> you know, these guys came here and worked hard. <laughs> you know. That's right. And they went back and built their houses. And, oh, you know who I heard about is Juan. Tell me about Juan. Remember Juan? The oh, driver? yes, I know. We've talked about him on the podcast. Juan yeah. Jose. Juan Jose Jose Juan. Yeah. So, so I guess uh, the, one of the guys that, that's not working for uh, Uncle Guy is sure. um, he, he, from the same town in Mexico. All so right. he knows him. Folks, like, still see, uh, still all our him. interested uh, fans out there, we have an update on Juan. So I, on Juan? Yeah, I feel like you guys are all very on the edge of your seats <laughs> for this information. Seats. Let's get some info. An update on Juan. Yeah, so he's got like four kids or something, but uh, his dad passed away a few years ago, so then he took over the uh, pro- this, like produce store. Wow, all right. And, uh, yeah, so he's just living there. He's got a nice house that he built himself. Beautiful. And uh, I guess he still does like some contracting, but mostly just runs the store. Mm. And really this is in, uh, he's living in Mexico, I take yeah. it. Yeah. Folks, this is the American dream for anyone who doesn't understand. You come here. You work really hard. You raise a bunch of cash illegally. He, he you lived send it in back like home. A one bedroom apartment with six other guys. Yeah. And fucking. He yeah. worked hard for years, maybe even like ten years, multiple decades, uh, and lived in squalor in the south side of Chicago. And then eventually, now he is living well. And <laughs> I feel bad for everyone who falls victim to the victim mentality and the idea that oh well uh the system oppresses me therefore i will not succeed in life 
there are prime examples all around you of people who can just rise above all these restrictions and oppressions, supposed, alleged oppressions. Alleged, yeah. And they rise up and they they make a living for themselves and then they uh go enjoy their lives. Man, there's so many people that have done that. Think about how many people in our own family who've immigrated to this country from other places where life was so shitty and then now and then they retired here. Like shit, man. For anyone to ever complain about living here, it, it is mind-boggling. We were Emma was telling me about the uh uh uh, protests that are going on in Iran, the women that are protesting, yeah, and everyone over yeah. over what happened to that woman there, and it's a, it's tragic what happened. It's very sad. And I told Emma this. I said, "Yes, it's quite tragic. It's quite sad. It is so unfortunate that that is what happens to women in Iran." But do you know what country that that doesn't happen, where where there is justice, where the, do you know a country that people can come and live? You yeah, know, think, think about we 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 did the same kind of protest because of George Floyd, right? No, but it's yeah. amazing that people could be like, "Can you see? Oh, it's so sad the atrocities that are going on in these other countries." Well, yeah, that's why this country right here, Brittany Griner. Will you take a look? <laughs> it's fucking sweet over here. This place kind of fucking <laughs> awesome, man. Br- Brittany Griner has the national anthem carved into the wall of her cell. I guarantee you. <laughs> Can't wait to come back. Oh my god. Brittany Griner, I guarantee, has memorized the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> Guaranteed it! Guaranteed it! Because I'm serious. Listening to people talk about what's going on in Iran and the oh my god, the I so Emma was telling me, she's like, Do you believe what's going on with this, these women in Iran? I said, Well, do you know what Iran was like before the uh revolution in the seventies? They had a lot of freedom freedom there. Yeah, dude. I was reading or listening to a thing about that the uh the other day. They were talking about how it was like a Western country. It was like America, man. It was literally a Western country, and then we just went in there and overthrew it. Well, no, the uh, the the revolution happened and it Islam took over. And, yeah, we, and had, we had something to do with it. Sure. I a hundred percent agree with that. Uh Come on. Well, yes, I think. The, Mike, as I soon as any one of these countries goes against us, a revolution happens. You know, hundred percent. I mean, I think we breezed on it a little bit, but the uh, new prime minister of Italy literally talked about how our intervention into Libya is what caused the destabilization uh, of that area, and is what re- literally caused the flood of refugees and immigrants into Italy, which destabilized Italy, essentially. Yeah. That's what we're good at. Yeah, we're good at coups. We're really we're good at America. <laughs> you know what's funny? We're really good at coups and insurrections, except for on our own soil. We just hire Ray Epps and it all goes to shit. <laughs> like, uh, come on, Ray Epps. Uh, get it together, buddy. God. We could do this so well in Libya. Well, our country is kind of just like the training ground, you know? It's right. the practice. No guns. So Get ready for the real thing. By the way, wow, uh, speaking of FBI entanglement to events, um, yesterday, October 1st, uh, was the anniversary of the Vegas shooting. I don't know if you're familiar with this, Mike. Oh, wow. One of the great, one of the largest mass shootings in American history. One of the greatest mysteries. Yeah, and Mike, I have hidden this 
<laughs> on the docket for so long and you've asked me for so long why it is there folks i i bring to you the vegas stabbing to an arrest and the murder of a las vegas investigative reporter who was stabbed to death outside his home this morning a local politician is in custody in an in, is in custody, and Alex Perche is in Las Vegas with the latest force. Good morning, Alex. Breathe through those teeth. Hey, Michael. <laughs> this sleepy subdivision behind me was a scene of an hours-long standoff yesterday that ultimately ended with authorities arresting the county public administrator for murder. This morning, a Las Vegas County official waking up behind bars in connection with the murder of a local investigative reporter. Police arresting Clark County Public Administrator Robert Tellis after a standoff on Wednesday. Tellis taken into custody with non-life-threatening stab wounds that were apparently self-inflicted. He was seen returning home oh, before see. the arrest wearing white coveralls. He stabbed The tense exchange coming after authorities searched his home for more than six hours Wednesday, towing away a red GMC Yukon Denali, the same model of the car spotted near the murder scene of Las Vegas Review Journal investigative reporter Jeff Gehrman. Our victim uh, comes outside and has uh, encounters the suspect. There's an altercation that occurs, and uh, we believe that at that time the suspect stabbed and killed uh, the victim. Police say Gehrman was found fatally stabbed outside his home around 10.30 a.m. on Saturday after writing several articles critical of the public administrator's office. That's in right. May, Gehrman reported Tellus's office has been mired in turmoil and internal dissension over the past two years, with allegations of emotional stress, bullying, and favoritism, and writing of a hostile work environment fueled by the elected administrator of the office, Robert Tellis. The articles causing Tellis to lash out on Twitter in recent weeks, defending his management of his office and claiming the reporter was a bully. It's scary to think about. With the media and politics getting so like closely intertwined, you're asking yourself, Frank, why did you play the super old art like news yeah, <laughs> from a month and a half ago? <coughs> uh, this reporter who was stabbed to death by a Democrat, um, he was working on a book and an investigative story about the conspiracy behind the shooting that took place on October first at the Mandalay Bay. What? What conspiracy? This is a massive conspiracy, and this guy was working on it, and he was murdered, dude. I'm telling you right now, and I've been wanting to play this clip for so long, Mike. Is, you have no idea. Weird. And it was no, it was dude. This reporter, this reporter, dude. I'm getting children. Right this reporter is a local reporter in Vegas. He's well renowned. People love him there, and he was literally stabbed to death in a brutal way by this guy because by a politician. By a politician. <laughs> yeah democrat a democrat dude but all that to own the fbi right? like... <laughs> dude and he was literally working on a story for years about how there was a massive cover-up and a huge conspiracy behind <coughs> the mandalay bay shooting that occurred on october 1st and it fucked the 60 people died dude and it's a huge cover-up. There's there's some shady stuff that happened at this shooting. I'm telling you right now. It's the most bizarre. Everyone out there that's listening to this, do, our two dozen listeners out there, please go out there <laughs> and fucking do a little dig-deeping. And I know you will. I know all you will. Go, it has to do with the, uh, the one guy that was there, right? Well, MBS, uh, who is taking over leadership in Saudi Arabia, was right. allegedly there because uh, at... The MGM or Mandalay Bay area or that hotel, they the Saudis apparently own like one of the upper penthouses there. 
But uh, so theory, a lot of conspiracy theory out there is that this was a botched hit. And then there was a lot of crossfire. Dude, there is stories that there are uh, people got locked down in different casinos because there was people getting shot in other casinos. Like this was a crazy crazy I know, a lot of it can be chalked up to just chaos of the moment but absolutely i totally agree with you mike but some of it is kind of weird a lot of it is weird and what's the weirdest is that it was covered up and swept up very quickly and nobody wants to talk about it hey man shouldn't we be having national memorials about the greatest shooting that has ever took place in american soil yeah, nobody does want to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it, man. Nobody really wants to talk about Uvalde anymore, either. Oh, what happened to Uvalde, Mike? You know? They, well, they were, more, they, they were more ready to talk about Alex Jones than Uvalde. By the way, I just want to bring it up just for one last thing. Mike, come on. Impressed? I saved that clip for how long, bro? Oh, yeah, it's been on there forever. And how relevant is it today? <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah, good. So they that was perfect. Did they or did they not in your... So I'm the conspiracy guy, you are not. Do you think they killed this reporter because he was itching a little close? Oh, yeah, well, this one, this one's not a... Cause this was not a theory. All right, I love it. I'm glad uh, drama. I've... This one, this one, dude, is a democratic politician. They killed this guy, right? They, they fucking killed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Could someone find out where Hillary Clinton was? Uh... <laughs> this is like getting the dash cam, and you see Hillary come from behind the back seat, turn the wheel, and then jump out the window. You know? Come on, this is a little on the nose, though, right? Like two on the nose, man. This guy gets stabbed. This is, this is Jeffrey Epstein level. Yeah, but they like, dude, they're just doing this in front this of our face right now. Like they don't care anymore. What kills me is like this guy. Well, I don't mean to say it kills me, but <laughs> but like a <laughs> what gets me about this is that the guy you know what really stabs at my heart. Is... <laughs> <laughs> what was it, dude? Our last episode, Alec Baldwin. Holy cow, folks. <laughs> Stop listening to us right now. Go back two episodes. We do a riff on Alec Baldwin you would not believe. Hold on, dude. Hold on, dude. Side note. I just found out about Hilaria Baldwin. What the fuck is going on with this lady? Tell me. Tell me about Did Hilaria. you hear about this? No, no. Dude, I know nothing about gotta, this. Are you, you gotta kidding find me? the clip, dude. What this are you chick, talking about, This dude? chick, because I'm only listening to podcasts, right? Like all day, yeah. every day. So. Hilaria. These guys, it's Alec Baldwin's wife. Her fucking name is Hilaria. Yes, I am a fan. Yeah, right? right yeah. And anyways, I don't know what she is, but she's American. She speaks English. Oh, the cucumber? Like, she's a, the cucumber thing, right? Did you hear about this thing? This is old. Yeah. This is old news. I just yeah. found out about this shit, dude. What is? How is this lady still, dude? You're talking about where oh. she didn't know how to pronounce cucumber. She acted like somebody from another country. Like, uh, como se llama? How do you say? Uh, I, yeah, cucumber. it's right here. Yeah, yeah, here. You were born in California. Here we go. Here we go. Cucumbers. We have. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, here. Tomatoes. We have. How do you say it? Cucumber. Cucumbers. How do you say this? Oh, cucumber. Yeah. Pepino? 
She tries so hard to be. She does it all the time with her fucking Spanish. Uh, that's crazy. What's wrong with these people? Dude, you are not watching enough TV. Mike, you know I am a connoisseur of the cable television. You need to watch stuff like Master Chef. Master Chef has uh, Aaron. And Aaron is a uh, Spanish chef, and he's always like, oh, I like what you've done here with the cream, the, uh, you know, you got the sauce, you got the uh, peppers, you got the uh, cilantro. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, wow, all right, yeah, I get it. You got the cilantro. the cilantro, huh? You got, you know, oh, yeah, the pepper. (laughs) Oh, yeah, all right, wow, yeah, spicy. Jalapeno. These guys, dude, I'm telling you, the whole push for culture, we breezed on it with the Bieber thing, dude. This whole obsession with the appropriation of culture, fine. We can't appropriate your culture. But then you can go up there and speak all this English and then throw in cilantro. Yeah, come on. Well, dude, it's one or the other. Either we can embrace culture all on or none at all. Right? Well, Come on, their culture. No, no, no. Yeah, we know. should all... It's stupid. Wait, 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 wait. You all eat... <sighs> all of you eat prosciutto. Correct? Yeah. You guys love to go get some prosciutto <laughs> on your... Fu- so you, can't... <laughs> you can't get prosciutto or salami. Here, here's my deal. If we're culturally appropriating from here on out... You are not allowed to go order prosciutto, and you can no yeah. longer order spaghetti, and you know what? You're no longer allowed to order mozzarella. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody says it like that. <laughs> you're not allowed to get that anymore. Sorry, you're culturally. If you order mozzarella, you're culturally appropriating nobody the Italians. <laughs> I don't bring him up a lot, but uh, Michael Knowles, uh, uh, way back when, brought up a, a funny point of how he, he never like talks about how like he went out to dinner and got some spaghetti from his uh, yeah. nonna. You know, like, <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Italians really don't do that, huh? No, and we even refer to our grandma's nonna, but it's not even like, uh, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's no, I, it's funny I, to I me. I say all words very American, even the Italian ones, you know? Dude, I go to Italian places here, and I don't go, oh, give me a half pound of the uh, prosciutto. <laughs> Put on a fake mustache and twirl it. <laughs> I twirl it as I do it, you know. Mozzarella. <laughs> oh, Franco. <laughs> hey, come star. Hey. <laughs> Thing. No, but, but we do have the guidos. We got the guidos. For sure, we got the we guidos. We got the fucking whoppy-ass, greasy guidos with their fucking rings and their too much jewelry and cologne. I, I just find all this cultural stuff like uh, uh, you don't go into these taquieras and, you know, you're in there and you see <laughs> the other fucking Mexicans go in there like, eh, oh, eh, taquiera! You know, like, they're all like, you know, like, they're not... <laughs> Well, I always wonder what the white people like because you're, you're like you're in front of me, right? You go in there and you're like, "I'll have the burrito." Right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then the lady's like, "Oh, okay." And then I go up there and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take a burrito." <laughs> burrito. She still understood what I said. You know what I mean? 
I'm just like, come on. We're assimilated. That's my point. I'm like, I'm dying here. I'm dying here. Like, can't we just... The point is, is like, I'm pretty sure this lady uh, in Addison, Illinois... Is gonna understand what you're gonna say without rolling your R's through burrito. I know, and you know? I like love your food. Can we not be worried about appropriation? Like, I'd like to just show up and eat your food, and I love it, and it's good. Like, can we all be on that like level? We used to be there. We used to be like, hey, this is good stuff. Oh, we're all mixed together. Oh, cool. All right, here we go now. All right, let's do this. Now it's totally opposite. We are like segregated again, mm. and and it's like. You don't have to prove you're Latino or Italiano or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, you, you don't need, we didn't need to use to do this. In fact, we Oh, come, dude, G-Y-R-O, how do you say it? What, G-R-O? I-O? G-Y-R-O. Are you talking about a euro? Oh, uh, you fucking <laughs> homo. You're a homo. You talking about a gyro? Uh, it's a gyro, man. I go in there. It's a gyro. I'm American. I'm calling it a gyro. I believe that is regional, sir. <clears throat> is it? I don't know. I like to make that up. Or you could call it a gyro. <laughs> Give me one of them gyros, Jai. A gyro? I don't know. <laughs> it's a gyro. It's a gyro, man. I can't get okay. over the language these you put days. Put a G in there. Don't don't you think that that's why the CRT stuff and all all this racist not like it kind of doesn't make sense because we've grown up so assimilated throughout these years and now you're trying to like segregate everything and it, it it's so comical even just look it's comical on a sense of ordering food when I try to go order food you I can't help but make fun of your whole idea of segregation and like trying to like <laughs> divide our races into whatever you're trying to do with this CRT, CRT thing. D- go order a euro and I'll show you exactly how funny your whole segregation is. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you could divide people no matter the skin color by how they say euro or soda or pop. You know what I'm saying? It's like unbelievable. Like, I, are we really back to this whole point of like segregated cultures and and races and colors of skin when in reality we can't even say euro the same? I was thinking about that the other. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day when like uh, they they were talking about Brazil was having these like race fights. Wow, really, the, like, Brazil? Yeah, but there's like these like I guess now they have like black. Bra- I, I, all I could think is like, don't you all have the same goal of Getting to America? (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about that, like, other countries having race things, you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was really just, like... Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Uh, You were thinking more so, isn't that an American thing because we're such a melting pot? Brazil is white. Well, does race like, really? Like is my, my race, point, my yeah, point is, is like, like, you all of you are darker than our whites. <laughs> wow, that's funny. None of you are moving into Arlington Heights, Illinois. Oh, that's you know? funny. But I, I actually, I mean, segregation doesn't have to do with skin color a lot of the times. It has to do with like uh, religion. 
No, no, but that's why I thought it was so funny is that we, that's one thing we have now spread to countries like Brazil. It used to be the Catholics versus everybody else. Yeah. They put a goddamn giant yeah. Jesus up, you know? Uh, it w- and actually, I think Brazil was even more like indigenous versus, you know, like the Spaniards. Right. And, or, you know what I mean? Like, you had more yeah, different... It wasn't. Actually, it really had um, nothing to do with, like, the color of your skin. You've actually, for the first time in a long time, piqued my thought uh, with um, how people have been seg- segregated through cultures and through time and society and history, not because of the color of their skin, actually, traditionally, but because of the God they believe in. Oh, absolutely. Do look at the Middle East. <laughs> You're all fucking... I was gonna say a bad word. There. You're all. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're all. You know, to yes. us. Yeah. You're all the same, but right. you guys are all. You're segregated into a hundred different tribes amongst like six different sects of this one. Religion. Sure, but you know, but even even just think about like African areas or uh, places outside of the United States. I mean, we have people who are refugees because of the God they believe in. They, oh, they, sure. they are, are look at China. Religion. They're all Chinese, but yeah. they got fucking camps for the the Uyghurs. Hey, Mike, I always bring this up when you say the Uyghurs. Can you watch the language? It's a family show. <laughs> Sorry, the Uyghurs. You just yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, say the Uyghurs. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta watch myself actually. <laughs> <laughs> the hard R's coming from that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was raised a certain way, Mike. <laughs> In the heights. <laughs> Come on. We as a society must embrace the fact that it's very funny that they're called the Uyghurs. Okay? <laughs> that is pretty funny, yeah. It's, it, it's, it, so it's spelled close. nothing like Uyghurs. It there's like, so like nine, There's like an X and like four know, W's. It's, it's, like or it's, no, no W's. it's so hard to spell and it's so close sounding wise. Like, come on. It's, it's funny. That's funny. It's one of those last realms of funny with that. Right? Come on. Yeah. No, it's really interesting to see like uh, the black and white thing spread to countries that you you would never think like. Well, black and white is a huge thing in South Africa, which people don't like to discuss because they have reverse racism going on in South Africa. Yeah, that Africa. makes sense. Well, they do. Have, it's a huge but problem. You literally, you have like the Dutch, <laughs> the whitest of the whites, and then the Africans. You know. Sure. Yeah. I totally agree. It's weird to have countries that like all kind of look similar. <laughs> well, there's a reason for that, dude. You know, I always bring this up. This is my number one thing. Like, it's it's so hard to say this out loud, but I'm gonna say it because I have a podcast. And screw all of you. All right, you don't see a lot of black Polish people. You, there's not a lot yeah. of black Russians. There's just not a lot of black Norwegians or a lot of. You, uh, Frank, correctly, like... <laughs> I do have a few black Russian prisoners. Sure. <laughs> at least Brenda one. Greiner. At least one. <laughs> but my point is, there's a reason that these countries don't have a lot of black in their population. And by the way, for people to say, oh, America is so racist. Well, there's countries out there that don't even let black people in their population. But even so, there, dude, they, they got a thing with the gypsies. And the funniest part is you couldn't tell them apart. Sure, but I just think that... You couldn't pick a gypsy out of a group of Ukrainians? <laughs> I think they're one of the same, personally. But I, I, I'm telling you that, like... <laughs> we need 
60 billion for caravan. Dude, I'm, <laughs> did you see that they're in the, what is it? Uh, Putin's taking, right? He took, he took it. He took what he wanted. Didn't we talk no, about this? No, dude, nobody Did knows what to it? believe. One day Putin annexed it. Now, I guess uh, Zelensky just took it back, and they all, like, love Zelensky. I, I do. So he took it. Are we in agreement at this point that, like, Mike, you predicted this in January. Putin came in, he took what he wanted, and he's done. Well, there's one thing I didn't predict. That the two guys were both against America and that they were going to stretch us out for eight months and take <laughs> oh billions of dollars from us. Yeah, man. And just fucking turn... The, they literally turned the country into a laundromat for the fucking Biden family and all these people. Not all just the, the Democrats. No, the Democrats, man. Here. Both sides of the aisle. They got people just fucking taking money. Good call. You're right. They got, um, they got everyone on both sides. You're right. Both sides. Yeah. Yeah, they got them in these fucking con- their, their kids and their nephews and shit are in these Republicans and Democrats are making money. Their kids are making money. We are being had as a public, absolutely. It is crazy. Yeah, no, I agree with you, a hundred percent. And this is did all- you hear about this old Burisma thing, dude? Throw it down and enlighten me. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> this is a plumber's take. And apparently, Burisma aligned itself with uh. Putin with Putin and the pro-Putin government of Ukraine. Beautiful, right? Yeah. This was like prior to 2000, or this was in 2014, or I think sure. when they took Crimea and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happened is we're the ones that put Zelensky in power. Yes, we did. We put him in power, right? Absolutely, we did. The minute he takes power, Burisma looks around. The new government is wiping out contracts for everybody, dude, and bringing in Western uh, companies. Of course. So what does Burisma do? They call up Joe Biden, and they give his (laughs) son a fucking position. Wow. He was in charge of the Ukrainian, uh, our Ukrainian policy back then. Oh, Hunter? (laughs) Joe Biden was the vice president at the time. He was in charge of Ukraine. Pedo Pete, the big guy? The the pedo big bag? Big guy so Pete? he, and, <laughs> I guess Hunter was the first one, but then that was it. Then the gates were open. Then the Pelosi's kid gets in there, and all these people just start getting checks from Burisma Absolutely. in order to keep running. Yeah, all the power. It's insane, dude. And Mike, insane. are they still rolling in the dough? Everybody is. Absolutely. Everybody is, dude. 100%. Everybody for sure. Sure. We're the only we're the only assholes not making money, dude. <laughs> Actually, you couldn't be more on the money because not only is gas through the roof again, but also the stock market. What happened? It tanked. Fucking crashed. And you know who's gonna make money off of that? Pelosi's, oh, Biden's, yeah, yeah. everybody. Not you. We're the yeah, I noticed, I, yeah, I noticed you guys passed this fucking infrastructure bill, right? You know what didn't pass? <laughs> you know what didn't pass the other day? The fucking Stock Trade Act. And explain. It was going to bar, dude, it was a very, it was beautiful. <clears throat> it was going to stop all federal, um, but all, I think it was all of Congress, the Supreme Court, and their family members couldn't trade stocks. Had to be in a blind trust. That's right. Yes. Didn't didn't pass. Well, why not, man? Why do you think? 
What, what? Else would you, what else would you run for Congress? Like, I got run? an idea, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Liz Cheney spent six years making $100,000, makes $37 million. Like, what the fuck? Mike, are you talking about Miss Piggy? Don't blaspheme her, all right? She's, <laughs> she's trying her hardest to bring down the Republicans, all right? She's a hero. Yeah, she really is. <laughs> I got a poster of her on my wall. I think that's sexual, but I'm not too sure. So we'll keep it going. Uh, on the Have you days. seen her? <laughs> the goddamn poster's so heavy, the wall is saying. <laughs> Somebody get this poster a cheeseburger. She's starving. <laughs> Somebody give Liz Cheney a glass flute. Let her twerk with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, the twerk? Heard round the world, man. Round the world, man. Gross stuff. I don't even really know. Is, is Liz Cheney fat? She's not fat, is she? Got like know. a fat person head, though. Face? Probably. I'll tell got you a what. Fat person face. I'll round it back to Lizzo. Lizzo, take a cue. Learn a bit. From Adele. Yes. Lose a little weight. Gain True a queen. little class. Right? But even when she was big, she had the class. I know, but I'm just trying to say, come on, baby. Lizzo, you got it. You got the talent, but just class it up. It's so gross. Like, it'd be so much cooler if you played a sonata with that flute instead of twerked with it. <laughs>